In episode 33, we're tasting the Nika Allmalt, a blended malt Japanese whiskey, which is a whiskey you can't buy anymore. Wonderful. Yeah. Enjoy. Ends with the US presidential race getting decided today. Hopefully. Uh, we talk about some past presidential whiskey stories. And as always, you can always see some more whiskey-based content on all our social media platforms. Maybe cast your vote over our way at Whiskey and Things Podcast in Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And it would help us out if you rate, review and subscribe on your favourite and least favourite and all the ones in between podcast platforms. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things Podcast with Dave Giles and Nick Kent. Welcome to episode 33 of Whiskey and Things, the podcast. I'm Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. And wow, wow, what an election. What an election night. I know. I know. God. Who saw that coming? Who saw that coming? Got to say uh, congratulations to the old guy and... Um, <laughs> Commiserations to the old guy, other old guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was close. Oh yeah, we probably, uh, probably you've shouldn't got, laugh because someone's going to be upset. But well, we don't know what happened. It's, it, we don't know. Yeah, we're Monday. recording. We're recording this Monday, so we have no idea. But no. yes, no idea. Yes, so. by the time this has come out, I would not have slept. Are you staying up all night to, to but, watch it? Oh, I, I always do. Always do. Yeah, love an election night. Yeah. So election night, Super yeah. Bowl. What else do you stay up for in America? I don't stay up for the Super Bowl. I, I, I've never, never been a Super Bowl person. I've tried. I've tried a few times. It's tough. So when, when I, do you remember when my album came out back in 2018 and the band were over? Yes. There was a there was a midterm election for the Cong- Congress and Senate. Wow. And um, Dina and I stayed up. <laughs> we were like the tour started the next day. We stayed up till six o'clock watching the results come. Uh, am- amateurs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then she slept the whole week, being, "Oh man, I can't have." She never recovered from that. And I was having to do everything. And every she, every time she moaned, she was tired. I'd be like, "Fiddle players, yeah, fiddle exactly. players, mate." Anyway, anyway, anyway um, you doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm looking forward to this episode and reading. Let's just say that. There's a lot of reading, is there? <laughs> well, everyone knows I love Japanese words. <laughs> this is why I make you read them. Um, yeah, man, in, in the Space Podcast last week, we had some Russian names. <laughs> it just was like, nope. I didn't even know if it's, if it's Sergei or Sergei. I have no idea. It's Sergei. So, so, see, I didn't even say no, it right. I can tell you that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Anyway, so, shall, we, uh, uh, shall we rush into this next section? Oh, very good. Very good. Thanks. Yes. Sting me. Whiskey bots roll out. Yeah, it doesn't work unless you say the word Russian. Like, stop Russian, Dave. But hey, another podcast day. You can use that. You can use that on Space and Things this week. I I have to try and remember. Next time I can't believe you didn't use it last week. If you're talking about Russians. Look, we all know you're the funny one. I just just laugh and it makes people laugh. That's it. (laughs) it's a fine talent I'm the one with a stupid laugh and you're the one no you have an infectious laugh it's a talent oh right don't worry about it not as much as Danny Gruff's got Danny Gruff's laugh (laughs) anyway Nick yes mate this week's whiskey Nika all malt blended Japanese malt yes 
Beautiful. Yeah. Good delivery there. Good delivery. Thanks, mate. It's one of my best. One of my better ones. Interesting one, this. We've been to Japan before. Well, we haven't, but uh, we did. Uh, well, it's quite interesting, actually. You know, in the history of this, okay, uh, Nika was started by, here we go, Masataka Taketsuru. That was good. Thanks, that was mate. very good. Is that right? In one. In one. <laughs> that would have taken me three attempts and we would have edit, you would have had to edit it. But no, yes. you do it in one. Yes. Nice work. Thanks, mate. Who? I'm not going to say it again. It's <laughs> <laughs> thought of as the father of Japanese whiskey, apparently. Um, we mentioned him briefly back in episode 23 when we were talking about the Suntory Hibiki. I didn't mention his name Was that back really then, 10 episodes? Was that 10 episodes ago? Yeah, I know. Amazing, right? Yeah. That seems like yes. Apparently, unless that. I read my own thumbnail wrong earlier. Because um, <laughs> he helped launch Suntory, um, or at least one of their distilleries. Um, he was a guy right. who we mentioned who studied in Scotland, came back and helped Suntory launch their first whiskey, which was too much like a scotch for the Japanese palate. So it didn't do too well. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. That yeah. was this guy. His family background was in brewing sake in Japan, which he majored in. But in 1918... Uh, he made his way to Scotland with the ambition of making his own genuine, or genuine, if you're from England, whiskey. He enrolled in the University of Glasgow, where he took chemistry. Then over the next few years, he was an apprentice in three Scotch distilleries, learning how to produce whiskey as well as blend it, before returning to Japan in 1920 with his new Scottish wife, Jessie Roberta, or Rita, as she was known. Um, he made a few whiskies later on in his uh, career for her which is very lovely. Oh, nice. Yes. We'll go into that in another episode. I thought you were going to, uh, I thought you were going to go into Mambo number five there. A little bit of Jesse. A <laughs> little bit of Rita, bit of Rita. <laughs> With a single malt. Anyway, but yeah, unfortunately, um, the company that invested in him or, you know, sponsored him to go to Scotland um, had to abandon their plan to start whiskey production due to the recession after the First World War. Mm. But another company called Kotu Bakia Limited Very good. were also looking for someone Limited. to help them start their whiskey production. And as he was the only Japanese person who knew how, they hired Masataka in 1923 to overlook the building of the Yamazaki Distillery. Now, we've heard that name before. We have. And the production of their first whiskey under the name Suntory. Of course. So the Suntory Whiskey Shirafuda, or the white label, Single malt was launched in 1929. That's the one we mentioned earlier, which didn't sell well. Imagine being the only person in Japan who knows how to do whiskey. I know. I mean, that's pretty crazy, isn't it? I'd, interestingly, though, I do not know the history of the involvement of Japan in World War One, And that's made me think, I need to look up that. Me either, actually. As you said that, I was like, World War One. Japan was World War Two. Well, they must have been in World War One then, because you said it. Because I said it. You did say it. I got so it internet. must be true. Yeah, it must be true. It must it's be true. Internet. Must be true. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, I don't. I don't know anything about Japan in World War One. No. So clearly, well, they started making whiskey, mate. Apparently. Now, now I know. There you go. Yes. Now I know. Anyway, that didn't sell well. Boo. Um, Boo. He left in 1934 to build his own distillery in. How do you pronounce that? Yochi, <laughs> Hokkaido. Oh God! If you're listening to this and you know how they're meant to be pronounced. Answers on a postcard, please. It's the same as the Scottish places, though. Isla, Isla, <laughs> you know, Islay, you know, it's the same. It's the same yeah, thing. The you know, places, basically, where, wherever whiskey is made has weird names. Yes. Simple. Yeah, right, anyway, carry on. But yeah, he chose that place because of the climate uh, and humidity was close to what it was in Scotland. Well, probably still is, to be fair. 
Um, so after a few years of making apple juice, <laughs> while he was getting his whiskey act together. Interesting. Including designing and building his first pot still in 1936, <laughs> he launched the first Nika whiskey in 1940, Dave. Success. Success. So, yes. And that was a good one, was it? Don't know so, so now, So now Nika <laughs> and Centauri are competing rivals yeah and yeah but he was the foundation of both essentially in terms of how they made whiskey yeah yeah interesting interesting stuff that's why he's kind of a bit of a famous dude unfortunately his wife rita died in 1961 you know um a few years later so they had a successful business up to then and beyond and over the following years they imported coffee stills or column stills from scotland to start producing grain whiskey which is widely used in blending etc Yes, and then um, Matasaka Takatsuru himself died in 1979 at the age of 85 and was buried in Yochi next to his wife, Rita. So, oh. yes, nice little story there. Did I ever tell you about when I went to Arlington in Washington, D.C., which um, ties in with our, our election chat okay. because President Kennedy's there, right? It's a military cemetery, mm. <clears throat> so a lot, a lot of them are men. There are women there, but most of the women there are there as wives and they're in the same plot okay but oddly enough it amazed me how many of the gravestones said here lies charles with his beloved wife rita name yeah. in my head yeah underneath that with his beloved wife eleanor wow <laughs> underneath that, there's, th- there's three of them in there <laughs> sometimes yeah it was it was like or but yeah obviously remarried but because arlington has got some prestige behind it both the wives wanted to go in there Oh, that's weird. It is a bit weird, isn't it? Because you don't... <laughs> okay, there's all kinds of questions spring to mind with that one. But also, the wedding vows are till death do us part. So technically, once you die, those vows are over anyway. So in heaven, you're not married anymore. Right. So what Just, are they meant know. to do? Hang on. So obviously he would have died after the... Oh, I don't know how it works, Dave. There's so many questions. Yeah. So many questions. Exactly. Exactly. Who died first? Anyway, anyway, it, 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 it amazed me how many. It was, a, it was a, I, I was a bit of a dis- distraction there, but right. no, uh, you're it's fine. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll stop the music <laughs> now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they now own like eight distilleries, uh, making a variety of spirits. Two of them making the whiskey, the Yochi Distillery and the Maya Geico. <laughs> I'm going to pronounce it like that because I like the Geico Gecko. <laughs> I think he's a cockney, the Geico Gecko. Anyway, they both make whiskies with different character. They both make single malts with pot stills. Loads of pot stills. There's some pictures on their website. They're amazing. Massive great things. And uh, Maya Geico, as I'm calling it, distillery, also uses column stills, the coffee stills I was talking about earlier, to produce grain whiskey. Right. Yeah. Interestingly, they also own the Ben Nevis distillery up in uh, Fort William. Really? Yeah, which I've been. It's a great day out if you... Uh, if anyone can go there at any point. But yes, that of kind course. of brings us up to date. Um, you know, I'm telling you about the stills because that's quite uh, important when it comes to this Nika whiskey. But, so, uh, when, yeah. when they're saying coffee stills, yeah. that, that's nothing to do with like the, the drink coffee, right? Is that is that a different thing or? Yeah, or completely to- different thing. And the column still right. is another, you know, you've seen these lovely pot stills we see in yeah. the romantic pictures and they make like, they usually make the single malts. Well, yeah. Single malts or bourbons or whatever. Um, it varies. Anyway, that's usually it. Column stills or continuous distillation is another like way of making whiskey, which is usually for grain 
whiskies, which right. usually go into blends. Um, coffee, because it was not invented by, but kind of perfected and patented or patented, wherever you are in the world, by uh, Enos Coffee. Oh, so it's like our friend Dan Coffee. Yes. That spelling of like coffee with Dan a Y coffee. at the end. She patented it back in 1830. Okay, cool. So that's similar to, uh, yeah, okay, all makes sense. Yes, it's right. a man. It's a man, I tell you. Yes. While we're talking about stills, I'm going to give you another digression here, Nick. Oh, please. Uh, just because I know you love my digressions. Cue the music. Lucy and I were looking up um, a whiskey company because we saw that, that Jeff Whiskey had been to the, or had, had been tasting the uh, Oxford Artisan Rye Whiskey. So it's an Oxford Artisan distillery and they have the rye. And their stills are designed to look like submarines. How? It's amazing. It's like, it's in, or you know, like, or not, you know, like the old diver's helmets. Yeah. That have like the big, they're like that. It's amazing. It's amazing. They've got a huge window. We have to go down there. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, they've got a window. I don't, I don't know what that does to the whiskey, but anyway, we have to go there and uh, we have to try their rye because it looks amazing and and their processing looks great. Anyway, we digress. It's nothing to do with what we're doing this week, but... I thought you'd like that. I just wanted to plant that seed in your head that you might Hashtag want to Hashtag Dave's up. digressions. Hashtag Dave's digressions. Anyway, let's get into this. I'm parched. Okay, yeah, yeah, of course. It's been sitting here. Now, I've, I've been sitting on this bottle for a while now. This was bought for me by a good friend, Hannah Beasley, who's known with her before. And uh, mentioned every week. this at the start of uh, 2018, 2019, when I was on tour, and was not much left. It's a cracking-shaped bottle. It's a really, it's kind of like, hmm. How would you describe that, Nick? Because it's just this small round thing that has these little grooves. I don't really know what they're for. No, yeah, it's, it's kind of round and bulbous. You know what it looks like to me? It looks like a, one of those baby sippy cups, but without the actual handles, which go all the way through. Yes, <laughs> yes. that's exactly what it looks like. Uh, annoyingly, no cork. It's just a screw top, which I find interesting. Yeah. Uh, and and kind of almost cheapens it a little bit for me but not that that's a reflection on the whiskey it's about what's inside Dave but, but yeah you kind of inside. would expect someone like this to have a cork uh, but yeah. yeah it is about what's inside um, the colour is a very distinct orange it is orange it's orange isn't it it's mm. like iron brew mm, maybe not that orange but it's getting there it's In- not it's not Cheetos it's not Cheetos orange either it's the most orange we've had in my opinion yeah I see what you mean but yeah it's, it's, very, it's very orange so yeah, it's, it says Malt 100 Whiskey. And did, so what, what's that all about then, Nick? This is what's interesting about this bottling and about what Nika do. You know, earlier on I was talking about they had the pot stills in one distillery and as well as the pot stills in the other distillery, they had the coffee stills you were talking about. Yes. Well, usually the coffee stills are used to distill whiskey made from different grains. Yeah, for the blending, etc. Right. But they've done something a bit different where they have also done 100% malted barley through the coffee stills as well. Right. Which isn't like something which is very... Um, it's not what's technically done. It's, it's not, not what's usually done. It's, but it's a yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't think it can technically be called a single malt or anything because it's still a blend of two different distilleries. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know... Um, but also because they're using a coffee still. So this is technically called a vatted malt or, or a blended malt whiskey, which is like, you know, like you get from Scotland a lot. Because they do other, like other ones in their range. They have one called the coffee malt, which is the, just from that co- column still, I think, the coffee still with them 100% malted barley. And um, they also right. do the coffee grain, which is, uh, you know, a grain whiskey as well. Anyway, should we get our noses in this, Dave? Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> 
Good lord. Um, Nick, is, is um we just talked about the colour. Is is this a natural colour? Um no, I think they do use colouring in this. Oh right, okay. So right. but then it may not be again to get the colour they want. It's probably maybe just for consistency across the across the range. That's why a lot of companies do it. Okay. Some companies do do for, to make it darker, but uh, we don't know. You said we don't you know. said do do. <laughs> <laughs> on the nose this either reminds me of the few bourbon we did or the or the baby bourbon I can't remember which one you're getting bourbon from this amazing yeah it's no, it's, it's, it's the, the one that was the was it 100% corn was there one that was 100% corn that was the baby bourbon what's the baby bourbon it reminds me of that on the nose yes the spirit drink the baby bourbon, which spirit was a spirit drink, drink because in which was a the EU yeah. it wasn't allowed to be called a whiskey or something like that. Anyway. It, it does rem- it does remind me a bit of that. I'm getting corn, that dry corn, even popcorn maybe. Okay. When I first opened the bottle this evening, what jumped out was vanilla. Yep. Uh, I got a load of vanilla and now I'm getting this, it's, it's sat here for a while and I'm getting a bit of bit of corn, corn there. Okay. I'm not getting any corn. Not just because there's no corn in it. You know, this is a yeah, 100% malted of barley, of course. But, yeah, yeah. But you smell what you smell, mate. I do smell what I smell. I smell bad today. Anyway, that's a different thing. Yeah. What I'm getting is um, it's a cake. It's kind of malty for me, a cake, but not like a malt cake. It's like a vanilla birthday cake with no oh, icing. Oh, yeah. But you, no, do you remember the pound cake? What's a pound cake? I don't remember what a pound cake is. It's kind is of it like- the pound um, shop? No, it's kind of like, it's just a plain cake. <laughs> it's really weird. Right, okay. It's just a black like a Victoria like, sponge. Yeah, but with no, it's nothing. Brown, is it? Well, it's brown on the outside. It's like a, right. It's like a Victoria sponge, but just just the sponge and nothing's been done to it. Oh, right. So no cream, no cream, no jam. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right. Okay. It's just a thick gotcha. bit of sponge, <laughs> which you just yeah. For me, that's yes, what kind of hundred percent. Definitely getting that now. You've said that. Kind of pound cake. There's a bit of Battenberg <laughs> in there as well. Are you getting that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Until <laughs> before you said that, I was about to say. It's a bland cake, everyone. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, hello. Nice nosings, gentlemen. Oh, thank you. I like the pound cake note, Nicholas. Thank you very much. I found something similarly interesting on the palate. Really? Okay, well, uh, why don't you take it from here then and uh, let us know. Entertain us. With pleasure. Nika Allmalt. Tasting notes. On the palate. Subdued yet plush, spicy and sweet. The typical raisin character you find in many blended malts is present here, which follows well with a sort of dark and creamy chocolate cake. There are citrus notes that are also sweet, like caramelized sugar and orange zest. A little black pepper spice attempts to balance it all out. On the finish, This whiskey is soft-spoken and is confident in its brevity. Rich oakiness is abound, balanced with those sweet fruit and citrus notes, rejuvenated by just a little smoky spice. Overall, this whiskey is quick, sweet, and rich. Nika All Malt. Ta-ta. Right, after hearing that, I want to have a taste. Don't know about you, Nick. Mm-hmm. Get my lips around this whiskey and things, Glen Karen. Oh. This tastes nothing like it smells. No, you're right. 
This is so completely different as an experience to drink than it is to smell. Hang on, I'm going in for another one. I need to as well. It's, it is quite it's spicy. It's so confused me. I was expecting something completely different. Yeah, it is quite spicy. Based on what we were smelling. I'm getting a bit of raisin. Now the kind of malty raisiny loaf stuff comes out. Um, yeah, it's more malt on the palate. Black pepper. Abs- absolutely. Black pepper. 100%. Ooh. 100% it's black pepper. Yeah. That's, that's almost all I can taste. That's quite overpowering. It doesn't hang around long. Not a long finish. There's an ongoing tingle. It's a very pleasant tingle. Yeah. Oh, it's everywhere. It's all over my teeth now. That's very, it's nice though. This is a 40%. So not, not massive. Unfortunately, I don't think our listeners can actually buy this anymore. I think it's ceased to exist. <laughs> After so, all that. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been like 38, 40 quid or something. You think you get a cork for that? You'd expect a cork for that, really, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't I like you? this though. This is special. This is nice. This is again. This is different from other other things we've had, which I like. Yeah, uh, I like it when pe- people do things different. Yeah, no, it's an interesting process. I'm not. I'm not. It's not blowing me away. If it was available, I wouldn't rush out and buy this one. To be honest, I'd, I'd spend forty quid on something else before I went out to buy this. It's nice. It's pleasant. Somebody, you know, handed me a glass. I'm not going to turn my nose up at it. Well, I'll be brutally honest, Nick. I'm pretty sure you've had most of this bottle. Nah. I'm fairly sure Doesn't <laughs> it sound was like me. you who's drank most of this. Doesn't sound like me at all. Um, well, I thought, hey, this one's got a screw top. It must be the cheap stuff, you know? <laughs> he won't mind if I polish this off. No, it's not me. What are you talking about? Um, Absolutely I, I, do, I do like this. I think I think there is a there's a quality to it, which I like. If It reminds me, to drink it reminds me of monkey shoulder. I was about to say, something similar, I'd rather get a monkey shoulder. Oh, interesting. It, it, interesting. it reminds me of the monkey shoulder, but I But we like monkey the monkey shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, I know, right, but this isn't blowing me away. And for the price, again, it's come all the way from Japan. So, you know, you can kind of expect that. But um, if you're going for an all for a blended malt, you go malt and monkey shoulder all the way. I just noticed something on the bottle, Nick. Oh, yeah. the, the, the steel is on the... Oh, look at that. Look at that. Uh, for the listeners, there is a little uh, kind of embossed pot steel. Steel. With a descending line arm. Interesting. No, no Nick, I do like this. Uh, yeah, fair enough. You, you want something something different? That's fine. Um, if this was still available, I wouldn't I wouldn't object to, to buying this for someone as a gift and saying, try this. Like, people are going to enjoy it. Yeah, no. Uh, it's a nice this was whiskey. There, I'm not yeah. shooting it out of the sky. But um, there's other things I'd spend 40 quid on, luckily, because you can't get it anymore. Is this just because you're frustrated with how, the, how many words you had to say today? I think I left some out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I, I did. I did prefer the habiki, but the habiki is a lot more expensive than this. In fairness, yeah. So we should have enjoyed the habiki. Yeah, and that's a blend of all kinds of grains and stuff. So also, I mean, maybe a bit unfair to compare the two, but they're the two Japanese whiskies we've done, which is why yeah. I'm doing that. Yeah, no, they're very um, different. Very different. Like the habiki yeah, is a lot more floral, a lot more uh, delicate. Yes, I'd say this is yeah. heavier. Oilier. Our friend Dean yeah. swears by the coffee grain, though. He says it's amazing. Dean DeChoso. Oh, really? Yeah, he loves the the coffee grain. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's one he's, he has regularly. Interesting. Uh, well, that, that might make sense for him. It's predominantly made from corn. Um, from right. Coffee still, which is very bourbon. Yeah. And okay. Dean DeChoso loves his bourbon. He does, because it cuts through the fat <laughs> of those barbecue meats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Right. That's Are we done with this? Away. Let's move on. Yeah, sure. Should we move sure. on? There we go, everyone. Yeah. 
a whiskey you cannot buy. Enjoy. So, in honour of the old guy the fact that's winning, just been a US winning the election. election. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Nick did some research on this and he's found a few articles about, <laughs> about presidents, previous presidents and their favourite whiskies. Now, this re- he sent them over to me and I've enjoyed this. It reminded me of, of when we learnt about the, uh, the Speaker of the House of Commons having his own blend of whiskey. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Remember the, the Speaker Select or whatever it was called? Yeah. Which yeah. makes, you know, annoyingly, none of this, what we're about to talk, talk about, they don't have a President Select. Now, you think they're missing a trick there? The, the first one on the list kind of does-ish for one of the Presidents, but... Uh, yeah, you know. but it's yeah. not it's not official President of the United States of America merchandise, whereas the speaker's, Speaker one is House there might of Commons be. Have you looked into that? Isn't it? Have you looked into that? No, might, I haven't. There might be a President's Bourbon. We don't know. There might be a... Uh, a gift shop at the West Wing. Oh, man. Imagine that. Don't get me started. Dave me loves started. the West Wing. Yeah. Aaron Sorkin yeah. at his finest. Well, 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 the first four seasons, yeah. Mm. The last three weren't him, but still very good. Still anyway, very good. So you get into anyway, these, uh, these, these Presidentes. Have It'll... we got President Bartlett on there? Presidentes. No. Anyway. Yeah, so who have we got, Nick? So we've got um, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Yes, he has a bourbon named after him. Uh, the founding father... Father, the founding father, father, and first to sign the American Declaration of Independence is so revered. He has a whole line of whiskies named in his honor. Um, small batch bourbon producer Jefferson, the smallest family-owned distillery in Kentucky, apparently, named its bourbons after the ultimate Renaissance man, Thomas Jefferson and Sam Houston. Who's Sam Houston? Uh, I don't know, but it was probably Houston. Because if you think of in in New York, that it's not Houston Street, is it? It's, ha- it's Houston Street. It is, yes. Isn't that how you spell Houston, Texas, though? It is. It's, it's, I know it's the same spelling. Yeah. But it may be Houston. Answers on the postcard, please, if you have any Americans listening. Anyway, who stand for boldness, integrity, and character, just like their whiskey, apparently? Um, yeah, Jefferson produces a range of whiskeys named after the former president, including the Jefferson's Reserve, Jefferson's Presidential Select, which is what I was referring to earlier, and Jefferson's mm-hmm. Straight Rye Whiskey, made from 100% rye. That's a spicy meatball, Dave. That one. He wasn't Italian. So, Interesting. Yeah. So I'm That's just, I'm just looking up some stuff about... Uh, about Houston. Jefferson. Or Houston. Yeah. He ran against John Adams and had two terms, two terms as president. Uh, he also died on Independence Day. That's a bit shit. It too, is a bit weird, Too much it? whiskey. Celebrate. So he was the third. He was the third president of of the U.S. Uh, he's one of the four faces on Mount Rushmore. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Um, along, along with Washington and Lincoln and Theodore Roosevelt, I think. I've never been. Um, Have you been there? I've never been either. Mm. It's in South Dakota, probably. But yeah, that's a good, good good whiskey. That we need to try that one. I think. Yeah, there's a few on this list we need to try. Yeah, yeah. a couple of the Jefferson Jefferson ones, but um, Jefferson aeroplane. <laughs> But um, yes, another guy who's on the uh, Mount Rushmore, George Washington. He actually had his own distillery. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm sure we talked about that. I'm sure that was one, one of the whiskies we did. We talked about he had a connection to it. Sure of it. Hmm. Michters maybe. I don't know. It was so long I ago. I think it was Michters. You reckon? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll look that right, up. You, you read through, and I'll look it up. <laughs> well, uh, yes, George Washington. He built. What a, what a legend. And ran his own whiskey distillery at Mount Vernon, Virginia. 
um, which is still in operation today. You know, only seven months a year, though, apparently. Now, they do small batch, not Four Roses small batch, actual small batch, I think. Um, it's a wheat-based whiskey, uh, similar to the kind Washington himself sold. Um, they do a rye whiskey, a three-year-old. Um, they do one which pays homage to his original recipe, which contains 60% rye. And it's bottled straight from the stills. That's interesting. Ah. I mean, it's a moonshine. Good Lord. Good Lord. Um, yeah, both whiskies are sold through the Mount Vernon's gift shop. So you can't even buy it anywhere. You have to go to the gift shop um, after the production finishes. And apparently buyers line up outside the distillery um, to get their hands on the bottle. Yeah, $180 a bottle, mate. That's not cheap. No. It wants to be good for that. Is that just because of the association with... Obviously, it's, they only make it for seven months of the year. So, but yeah, that's it. That's that's it. Like you can't right. get it in the shops. It's the only place you can get it. Yes, it's an um, exclusivity thing. Have you got your fact there? I haven't found out. I'll be brutally honest. I haven't found out. <laughs> I think I think it is something to do with Mictus. I think he bought a load of Mictus. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I probably got that wrong. Yeah, I need I need to be confident with my facts apparently. But and that's not one. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, this episode Anyone- fantastic. <laughs> now, Knob Creek, Dave. Knob Creek. Knob okay. Creek. So this is this is another favourite of our friend Dean DeChoso. Oh, Dean DeChoso. Jesus. He loves a shot of Knob. He does, he does. So this one, uh, let me do this one, Nick. Right, so uh, <laughs> Knob Creek bourbon, which is produced by Beam, is named after the boyhood home of none other than Abraham Lincoln. Did you say Babraham? <laughs> I did, yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, the 16th US president that led his country through the American Civil War. Um, he was a Republican, but often people don't know that. He's also on Mount Rushmore. People assume he's a Democrat because he overturned slavery. Hmm. He was actually a Republican, a I've liberal Republican. All the old presidents, I don't even, I don't think about whether they're Democrat or Republican. Do, uh, don't know. Well, just, there you go. There you go. It's rumoured that Lincoln's favourite whiskey was in fact Old Overholt, mm. which was a straight rye whiskey aged for four years and thought to be distilled in 1810. It was also owned by Bean. But yeah, Knob Creek has got a connection to Abraham Lincoln. Well, look at that. Look at that. Well, we've heard of Knob Creek. You can get that. It's quite cheap as well. So uh, if you've not had you can you can actually get it in most bars. And it's, it's one of those things. Can I have a shot at Knob, please? It's, it's, a, it's a good order. It's a good order. Talking of whiskies that you can get behind a bar, yeah. Jim Beam White Oh yeah, was oh, yeah. a favourite of Dubia. Dubia. Yep. George W. Bush was a big fan of, of the old Jim Beam White. And there's a rumour going around that apparently his wife once said to him, you've got to pick the Jim Beam or me. Wow, it's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> it's a toughie. He's, he has denied that rumour. Yeah. But then he went teetotal after his 40th birthday. Okay. So what year are we talking then? Before he came president. Oh, 1986. It was 15 years before he came president in uh, okay. in 2001. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I was going to say, he wasn't like boozing it up while being the president. No, no, he wasn't. Uh, but I'm pretty sure there was one president who did like to do that. Sure there was. Yeah, uh, was it Harry Truman? Harry Truman would have bourbon for breakfast. Harry Truman, the 33rd president, uh, who, who took over from FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, when he died at the end of World War II. Uh, so that Harry Truman was the guy who dropped the atomic bomb. Uh, fun fact for you there. So he was rumoured to have a novel solution for maintaining his health, which was in addition to a balanced diet and daily walks, Truman swore by an ounce of bourbon every morning following his regular exercise. 
but so he yeah he was he was starting his day even though even when he was president starting his every day with an ounce of bourbon. Dude, uh, it sounds a lot like my lifestyle at the moment, to be it, honest. Well, ho- hopefully you will live to the ripe old age of eighty-eight, like he did. <laughs> Not too bad. Hey, I've got a couple more of these, Nick. Uh, do you want to do Reagan? Naked Reagan. It's a good band. Naked Reagan. Naked yeah. Reagan. <laughs> It's a punk band for anyone who's listening. Yes, naked Donald Reagan <laughs> loved his maker's mark, apparently. That was the famously the choice of the 40th president. Reportedly, when Reagan debated Walter Mondale for the 1984 election, he requested a bottle of maker's mark to be left on his hotel room pillow. That's a hell of a mint, Dave. That's um, amazing, isn't it? Yeah, the distillery even commissioned a few cases of a special commemorative bottle released when Reagan won the presidency in 1981, the year before I was born. Good Lord. Nice. Yes. You're, you're a child of the Reagan era. That's weird. Um, yeah, I guess yeah. I am. Yeah. Reagan and Thatcher. Naked Reagan. Mates, what name? There you go. There yeah. you go. Right, um, we've got one more. This one I love. I love this one, Nick. Your power mind, Barack Obama. Yeah, legend. 44th president. Uh, he was a big fan of whiskey. Uh, the, the US ambassador to Australia, Jeffrey Bleck, was keen to get was keen to get Barack Obama hooked on Tasmanian whiskey. Throwback! Throwback! <laughs> Throwback to episode one, everyone. Oh, yeah. Uh, Old Tasmanian whiskey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know about it. Yeah. Yeah. So after a visit to Hobart, the ambassador discussed his plans to introduce the Australian produce to the president. He oh. likes the whiskey, Black claimed. I've already promised I'm going to bring back some Tasmanian whiskey with me. So look at that. But did Obama like it? We don't know. We don't know. I'm sure he would have been very polite, you know, if he didn't and still said he oh, liked yeah. it. If, yeah. you so, know, but if it was a gift. When we eventually get our Tasmanian whiskey, we can sit back and think of Obama. Yeah. Hang on, yeah, the one in the picture is the Sullivan's Cove. That's the one I see around. I've heard good things about Sullivan's Cove. Sullivan's Cove. Oh, anyway, dear. so uh, in, in honour of the uh, US presidential election, yes. there's some fun facts about presidents. Fun and facts whiskey. expertly delivered by two amateur podcasters. This is the Whiskey God, reminding you to please... Always drink responsibly. Anyway, Nick, have we got anything else? Have we got any, got any booze round? Um, yeah, we've got one thing in. Booze round! <laughs> um, I successfully had some Jack and Cokes this week and didn't die. Yeah! Thank you, that was this Winning. week's booze round! <laughs> Man, that's, that's special. That's Absolutely special. Round. I'm really proud of you. I'm pleased for you. Proud yeah, and I haven't pleased. had like an entire bottle like I used to drink. I've had a few, you know, a few drams with some Coke and stuff and I've missed it. It was nice. It was nice. It was on offer in Tesco. Anyway, should we wrap this up? <laughs> yes. Yeah, there oh, it is. There it is. Yes, let's there get on is. with this. Let's wrap this up. I'd say that's all we've got I'd time say. for this week. Uh, it's been a fun show. This is one of those shows where what you've what you're listening to now bears no <laughs> resemblance to how it's gone in the recording no. process. And uh, whatever Nick has managed to churn out as entertainment here, if you've been entertained, I assure you, uh, he's done a magnificent job. <laughs> I'm going to say I got the massive pot of glitter out for this one. And I rolled that turd for miles. Yes. I'm nearly back in yes. London. Uh, I've had to roll it so far in glitter. Hopefully some of it yes. is stuck. We'll see if anything's stuck or <laughs> 
what chunks I've had to take out of that turd. I hope you've um, enjoyed but, it, listener. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so too. And 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 uh, obviously we made a few jokes about the election and, and elections are, uh, are quite divisive at the moment. Yeah. Um, and wh- whatever the result, uh, there'll be people who are unhappy. Uh, with the, it's the very nature of this. There'll be people that are very unhappy. And hopefully maybe there'll be people that are happy as well. And whatever you're doing, whether you're celebrating or commiserating, please remember to drink responsibly because some people will probably turn mm. to a bottle. Um, so, yeah, that's the sensible part of the show over with. So, so Nick, what have we got um, next week? Well, I thought we'd make a complete U-turn from the whiskey we did this week, which you can't buy anymore. So um, next week we're right. doing a new release. Um, we're doing another Mac Mirror. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you're going to say, listeners, but you did a Mac Mirror a few weeks ago. Yes, we did. <laughs> we did the intelligence a few weeks ago, like three or four weeks ago. Was it a month ago? Anyway, um, yes, um, we're doing the Mac Mirror Yak Liquor. Which, if people remember, is the bottle I won (laughs) the evening we recorded the Intelligence episode. So, to be honest, if we knew we were going to have this whiskey, we probably wouldn't have done the Intelligence a few weeks ago. But, um, yes, we're doing a new whiskey, which is a new release, um, exciting release from McMira called Yaklika, which is Swedish for happy hunting, Dave. Yes, and as well, next week, we've got um, a fresh, new chat with brand ambassador richard mckeon oh friend of the pod yes. richard mckeon i wonder if he'll wear his t-shirt yes. oh mate that no I'll that t-shirt brought him some good luck no yeah yeah i'll let you know after the show can't wait to, i can't so wait for go. that i can't yes, wait for that uh, next week mcmira yak liquor which i'm um, excited about i haven't actually tried it yet i've been taking pictures yeah. of it and stuff <laughs> for socials but i've seen your pictures your i've pictures got so many great, pictures mate. of this bottle you-, you have no idea um, it's very pretty. I, so for those of you who don't know, Nick has recently taken over the Instagram. You can tell because the quality of the photos is really... Well, I got a bit bummed out at the beginning of lockdown and I just kind of didn't get my camera out for months. I mean, months. And I'm a professional photographer as well, listeners. That's something I've, which normally pays my rent. And I just <laughs> didn't have any kind of uh, will to kind of get the camera out. But recently I have to start doing them some nice... Nice pictures of the whiskey bottles and stuff. So, um, but yeah, I've had fun taking pictures of this one. Excellent. So loads more. Excellent. Loads more coming. More yeah, loads week. more. Loads more coming next week. It's nice. It's nice to do a new release. I mean, everything else we've done so far has just been like either favourites or stuff that's yeah. been in our collection, or what's available in the in the shop. But to actually have an exciting new release, this is this is this yes. is a change for us. So it's, it, and as well, it's like, nice. if all goes well, we've got a few new releases coming up over the next few weeks as well. And we, Dave, that's quite exciting. Nice. Because, um, yeah. yeah, we've done a few it's very recently, exciting. which uh, may have been on your shelf for a while. Again, this one, this week, you can't buy. So we apologise for that. Yes, the uh, the Ormont, that is. Uh, yes, so f- for sure, I, and don't forget, everything tastes better in a whiskey oh, and things don't care. So make sure you pick pick one of them up. There's only 15 of these left at the moment. We probably will, if they sell, we'll probably get some more because yeah. they're really smart. Uh, so so please go and get one. And, uh, and a T-shirt. We've only got six hoodies left and it's cold. So why it's haven't really you bought cold. a hoodie yet? That's yeah. what I want to know. Um, and Nick's turned his heating on. You can tell because he's not wearing that shirt no, like he was wearing I've last week. He's got his chest out. He's yeah. got his chest out again. Some people will be yeah, happy about that. Just more um, comfortable. More comfortable. Got me all armpits exactly. out too. See, look at that. <laughs> oh, wow. That's no, moth-eaten. That is a moth-eaten t-shirt. Nice. All Saints, mate. All Saints. Yeah. Oh, is that what? Is that yeah. how they're supposed yeah. to be, is if it? Have you got any holes for the in holes. your clothes? And people are like, oh, you're a bit scruffy. Just say it's from All Saints because they'll believe you. You know what they say about All Saints? They're very holy. Boom! Wow. Robin over there. 
Holy t-shirts, Batman. What? Holy t-shirts, exactly. <laughs> oh, let's wrap this up. This is going, this is going all kinds of okay. wrong. <laughs> right. So thanks, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next week. Hopefully we'll be back on force. <laughs> yes. uh, and Nick won't have yeah, quite the Yeah, we've got a proper whiskey person on next uh, week. So yes, yes. Right. Yes, as, as we always say, Dave. Cheers. Thanks, thanks for, for coming. coming. Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by... And Things Productions. Dubya. Dubya.